What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. Who are you? What is, why are you talking about? Oh, that? who am I? <laughs> why, did you, why are you talking about <laughs> I'm <like> Casey. <laughs> you sound like Kenny, nigga. I am Get here with Hendrax. We are two uh, good ass millennials, and I am welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? What's going on, guys? You. Are you having a good week? A I good hope you guys day. are enjoying your week, being all productive and awesome, you know? Yeah, this is a smooth jazz podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the key sweat right now? Oh, welcome to the sweat hotel. <laughs> What's going on, baby? How you doing? Hilarious. Anyway, cheating on your man, I take care. Oh my god. I don't mind cheating. Shut up. Anyways, no, like I was saying. <laughs> Welcome, guys. I hope you guys all had a good week and good weekend. And you know, um, it's almost Christmas time. I hope you, you know, about ready to get the baby's gifts off layaway, and uh, you know, working them nice overtime hours. Shit, I'm ready to get my gifts off layaway. Fuck you talking about. All right. Well, I hope you get the kids something uh, too. Uh, whatever. What's going on, Hendrix? Yeah. Um, Are you going to be present with us? Yeah, I have the, holi- I have the holiday blues. You still. always have bad. Still, I mean, it's especially bad around the holidays because you know you. I'm a people pleaser, and I try to make sure everybody is having a, a News great. to me. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that everybody <laughs> is having. Like, you know, you just ignore the devil. You know. <laughs> Make sure that everybody's having a good holiday and stuff. And yeah, it's you know, as we'll talk about later, sometimes shit just just happens that knocks you out of your cheery chipper mood. Sometimes love comes around and it knocks you down. I actually heard that on the radio this weekend, and I forgot how. Like mind blowing that song is. It's a pretty good song. I liked energy better. But I mean that song was okay too. Energy was my shit. I'm about to actually download that on my phone. <laughs> like as soon as as soon as we're done. I just forgot about that song and it's a fucking classic at this point. So, how was your how was your week? How um, are you no, more importantly, how are you feeling right now? Mm. You know, I uh am how, feeling kinda full. How was the tea? Been drinking a lot of uh, cranberry <laughs> wine juice and uh, wait, cranberry wine juice and uh, I'm full because I had a lot of it today. Wait, what was the shit that Michael Jackson was giving to the kids? I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I have no idea. What was that shit? But yeah, like besides that, I'm good. Um, I had an incident with some herbal tea the other day, but besides that, I'm pretty good. You know, work has been what work is. Um, dating has been pretty good since I passive aggressive and I just avoid everybody. And uh, that's yeah. pretty much it. Like, I mean, dancing and emphasizing through these lives and pussy popping up and down these charts for you guys as, all, as, as always. 
Me and Winner are being the best versions of ourselves and the best duo ever. We are nominated for best mixtape. And uh, just keeping it pushing. That's what I we don't always believe do. Winner talks, let alone rap. He actually doesn't talk to you, so that's it. Um, we speak often and um, most of the time. I had some Gorilla Glue one time and he actually did talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did talk to me. <laughs> that's when I knew. I'm just saying. He does talk. He talks very often. But anyways... I hope you guys are all doing good, enjoying your week, and being productive members of society, getting ready for the holidays, seeing all your family and friends, and getting ready to have good days off, you know, and well, I don't know about anybody else, but having days off, vacation, doing stuff for New Year's. If you have any suggestions for New Year's, let me know if you're in the Metro Detroit area. But anyways, um, all of that good stuff, I'm trying to think what else people do, make New Year's resolution that you aren't going to follow. Um, all of those good things, new year and new you, you know what I mean? It is still getting... No, no. just new year, new money. I'm, I'm not, okay, speaking no. of which, like I was about to say before I got really interrupted by this shit. <sighs> well, I'm going to work on my anger in the new year. But anyways, oh, you won't make it. like I was saying, like I was saying... It's almost that time. It's almost that time for our one-year anniversary. We've been, you know, giving you the business, the business, for almost a year of dealing with Hendrix's shit. I'm apologizing for that. But, you know, the ultimate preparations for that is blessing you with being. So, <laughs> it's all, we're all screwed away. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fuck? It's been a year. It's been it's almost a year. It is very, you know, just to see the maturation process between us. Like, he can't spell it. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at this moment in time. No, I cannot. It's it's kind of late. Brain kind of turned off. You want right some hungry wine? No, I don't. No, I want some of your wine, wine juice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy the fact that you know we started this with like you know five people like listening and shit like that. So yeah, to see how it turned out now and. To see that we're actually still active in doing this. Like, it didn't end through all the, you know, ups and downs and stuff. We still, That's true. We still kicking shit out every week-ish. Ish. Ish. <laughs> Ish. When Hendrix is a Hendrickson. <laughs> Anyways, okay, guys. We're going to get the show started. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, what's going on, Hendrix? Well, everybody's favorite um conservative news host okay. is conservative news hosting i thought that bitch didn't have a job she had a job again yes she did okay. no did she hell yeah she she yeah she started something with somebody else but this was on twitter oh, okay tommy Lauren. um during she took a screenshot of beyonce presenting colin kaepernick with looking fine as shit sorry beyonce's yams is out of this world you right you now. can't objectify women in that way i can though but you can i mean but i could have said like her ass is like looks edible like that would be worse i'm, I'm trying to be like yams isn't any better nondescript i don't know how the feminists feel about being compared to produce but i'm just saying you know. Cook, cook produce. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Colin Kaepernick received the Sports Illustrated Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. He well was deserved. presented by Beyonce. The Queen. And Tommy Lauren got on Twitter to... Be racist. Yeah. So... Herself. Her caption reads, <laughs> Police hating Beyonce presents police and America hating Cappy with a Legacy Award. This is how far we've fallen. Wow. 
Run that back to me. Then you not not her quote. I don't give a fuck about that. But then you <laughs> said that he got the Muhammad Ali award or something like that. Yeah, the Muhammad Ali. So do she award. not know who the fuck Muhammad Ali is and what he stood for? Because he was definitely like about that life. I mean, but it really, I think that's the whole thing. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, people. like they so dumb. Because you know, yeah, some look how far we fallen. But do you no, know who be, the fuck to he be is? Honest, he he Muhammad Ali caught a lot of slack in his day for what he did, and I'm appreciative of what he did. No, I'm saying he, that. Though. I'm saying like he's he, getting the Muhammad Ali award, and right. it's like how like do you know who the fuck? He was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they hated him, the and same. what he represented. But I'm saying, if that's the, if it's in the same vein, and why criticize it? It's not like he getting some white people shit. Whether he did get man of the year or something like that, but you know, whatever, you know. Um, sorry, girl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'll talk about that struggle lately. I guess in my mind, my millennial, because you know, I'm just so tired of everybody. Yeah, I mean, we 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 had our we went there um on our last episode and it was well received and we tried to be objective like i got good feedback oh from i'm both always sides. objective i don't know what you mean i got good feedback from both sides like we we don't we are not that all black militant type of it's not that like we see wrong in both sides so but when it is wrong though i'm um sorry <laughs> <laughs> What? I do not like you. I'm sorry, I'm just saying. I do not like you. We're not no pick me's. I'm the, I'm actually leading the you know regular American against pick me's association, and uh, <laughs> we are strong in numbers, and we are growing at an <laughs> alarming rate. I don't like you. Sorry. Um, and some good news. Um, oh, what's good news in this country? <laughs> yes. Whatever, whatever, whatever. What yes. the fuck? What's going on that's positive in this world? <laughs> I don't like it. When I learned how to walk, and that <laughs> was, as a parent, one of the most astounding moments <laughs> of my life. I You laugh at the real shit if winter started walking. You, <laughs> you would leave, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I really actually would like it if he started talking to me because I'm. <laughs> no, wait, say that. Say, please save that shit for later. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so um, Michael Slagger, the South Carolina police officer who shot Walter Scott, oh, was yeah. sentenced to 20 years in prison. Now this this happened on April 4th. 2015. Jeez. So just put that in context. So you been free all that time. And just understand and know, like, this is why that shit, you know, kneeling. This is why this started. Okay? The fact that it took two and a half years for a conviction, or potentially what most people were thinking, two and a half years for a non-conviction, that, that's our issue. Just, I mean, in general, I will say this. Even though I mean, that. you know, we I know, like I tell females in relationships not to accept the bare minimum, but um, this is a step in the right direction. I will say, um, so that is some positivity to come. Is that you know somebody? I mean, I wish they would have took away without. I wish they would have did more time or without parole or something. But. At this point, baby steps, and we'll take what we can get. I mean, a a conviction is a step in the right direction, obviously. You know, people are still trash. Um, Yep. But, you know, I'm going to take this win in stride for now. Yes, and... um, I'm being positive. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's a good word to use. Um, Chance the Rapper is still dope as fuck, as always, as usual. Um, he actually got a grant for a hundred and f- no, whoa, whoa, my contacts are blurry. I'm sorry. He actually got a grant for one point five million from Google to go towards the um the nonprofit organization of uh, social works and yeah, it's just putting science and tech, you know, computers into public schools in metro areas like it's, it's different now like I learned that from a lot of you know talking to a lot of parents and even like my nieces and nephews and stuff like that like schools aren't like how they were when we went to school where you had computer class and stuff like that you don't have that anymore it's no really? fu- no it's no fucking computers to have computer class like that was like the highlight of the day at a certain point in time and you don't have it anymore like it's no no cause it's fucking 40 people in a classroom no you don't have computers at all mm-hmm. so shout out to Chance the Rapper for you know being dope and having you know major organizations you know partner with him and his dopeness do you do you wanna do you I hate these elephant in the room topics. Oh. Do you okay. want? Do you want? Yeah, you can go. Cause. I don't really have the facts, but I mean, aren't you used to that by now? So I'll just tell you what I got. And uh, the the facts are slowly but surely coming out, and it is astonishing how you can, people can do like a one eighty, a complete one eighty. It is. This time it was actually very gratifying. Like I actually felt kind of good about what it. Were we talking about? Well, no, not not good. Good is a wrong word. So, um, Friday, Keaton Jones. Okay, I thought this was. I don't know. You was confusing me because I'm like 180. What's going on? No, because it was Keaton Jones. Uh, his mother, I think her name is Kimberly Jones. Yes. Um, she posted a video of young Keaton crying because he was he's bullied at school. Allegedly. They poured milk on him, stuff, ham down his clothes, called him all kind of names. And, you know, America was just, like, enthralled because bullying is not cool. As a kid who got bullied for shit that I could not control at all. <sighs> Like, I, I can't control the fact that I'm skinny or I can't see or, you know, insert, you know, KC got bullied in school. So, you know, in that vein, we, we definitely sympathize in everything. But. It's okay, young people that got bullied, you know, you can glow up on these niggas. <laughs> silly. But, you know, everybody reached out, you know, he got invited to the premiere of um, the Avengers and... He got invited to all Pause, cars. pause one second. Because I, I don't want to forget my statement that I was about to make. Listen, I'm not about to rant. Just in case I thought I was about to. Y'all always assuming. <laughs> Silly. I just wanted to say that I want to point out the fact that it's so crazy, especially when you have like the whole like Black, Mi- Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter counter protest to a protest that they have nothing to protest for. Um, 
But that's what I think about. When people want to let um, shout out the whole All Lives Matter thing, it's like they really don't care about All Lives. But I re- one thing I really will say, and what I guess is kind of like, I don't know if maybe you have to be shitted on as a culture or as a people or be oppressed to have like empathy and sympathy or be like a decent fucking human being. But that's one thing I can say about like black people. They don't care about who the fuck it is. If it's like some wrong, they gonna go go ham on it. Twitter, Instagram, you know, anybody. They're gonna go ham about the injustice regardless of who it's being done to. And that's one thing I can't say because when fucked up shit happen, all lives matter people be missing action. It was another situation I think that happened this week with like a cop or something. Oh, you talking about the Daniel Shaver? Um, yeah, and like I was, a, it was a white person, and like the um, black Twitter was still pressed, still getting, you know, what I'm saying, still doing what they do. Regardless, they don't care who it is, but who was missing? Who was missing? All lives matter. They were supporting the cop and not, you know what I'm saying, and not the actual injustice. So I just wanted to point that out because it's just like the people, a lot of people that was going him was black, like, and really upset and really touched by this young boy's story and for the way it turned around. But I'm going to let him finish. Yeah. So um, the video was posted and it was an outreach from, like Casey said, from everybody. Everybody felt sympathy for him because most people understand, most people haven't went through that situation before in their lives. And, you know, it was, you know, a GoFundMe was started, allegedly. Um, Multiple other GoFundMe's were started. And people donated because, you know, we felt a certain type of way about this young kid, black or white, getting bullied. So it it came out um, that his mother had certain questionable things posted on her Facebook page, you know, nice little com- Confederate flags and nice little postings about people kneeling. Well, not people kneeling, black, black people, people she's Um, and yeah, that's when things started to take a turn because it's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, we we support the boy, but the mom is the one that is a. Uh, Posting certain shit like yeah that's not that's not cool like no don't do that so it it just kind of continued because a, a UFC fighter I'm trying to look up his name I forgot his forgot his name a UFC fighter invited um something new with the S I think it's J and S that's all I remember um James Schilling look at me I'm out here yeah so James good? Schilling invited Keaton to a UFC. Um, match UFC fight upcoming UFC fight and he inboxed his mom to uh, get that established and his mom straight up point blank said yeah I don't want that give me the money like why why do you just want the money so as you as you can see like the story is turning slowly but surely like it looks like a a charade you know first off the first issue I don't have kids, so, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. But if I did hypothetically have kids and they came to me about being bullied, I am not recording shit. I am not recording my child's pain at all. It's definitely like exploitation, it seems like to me. I am going to that school and wrecking havoc. I am job kicking third graders in the fucking face, okay? I'm not recording no shit to put on Facebook. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? You don't it's want It's like, the, why do you need a GoFundMe page for your child getting bullied? Why did that? How does that equal money? Yeah, like if people are going to reach out, like let them reach out and do what they do. Don't set up no a fund for money. Yeah, and then the elephant, elephant in the room is the two black kids that was bullied not too long ago and committed suicide. Nobody said shit about them. 
That's that's that's. Yeah, but then again, that, it, you know, their parents wasn't exactly exploiting them for you know financial gain. But yeah, they. I mean, but that was the reason why I said I'm not recording. Like those little, you know, the little girls didn't get. You know, their parents weren't recording them. Like that. No, like that was some shit that had to be deal with at home. Unfortunately, those situations didn't turn out in a good way at all. But uh, yeah, you, it, it's it's too much shit in there. Then. The real plot twist is that <clears throat> allegations, reportedly, allegedly, young Keaton threw the first stone. So, um, from testimony from, you know, kids in the class, whatever, young Keaton was uh, tossed around in bombs and shit like that, which ultimately led to milk and ham being... Um, it was pretty much a matter of people retaliating in response to him bullying them and not yeah. him just being bullied. Obviously, this is all speculation at this point, but from what we heard, it's just that is what has been said. Right, and I don't, I, don't, I don't blame him because a lot of times, as a kid, you do what is done around you. A lot of that shit is learned behavior. Like you said, racism is not something that you're born with. It's something that you learn. Yeah. Something that you have and to And I don't know it. if it was real. I know it was a message. Somebody was posted like a, sh- a thread, a message that she was mentioning to somebody. And it was like, oh, yeah, us white people need to stick together against them or some shit. No, that was the message that she sent to um, the, James Okay. Like yeah. Some, some shit. It, it, it's, I mean, honestly, it's a fucked up story. I won't make any distinctive assessments on it because obviously we don't everything is not fact check and so I try to point the finger especially not this little boy I'm not going to say anything negative about the little boy at this point because he's still a child no the little boy is without fault as far as even for the n-bombs like that's something that he heard his people you know I'm not going to I'm not going to go that far um because I mean if that's the case if he's not to blame for the um, M-bombs, then they're not to blame for beating his ass because that means no, that he I agree. It. I, I completely and agree. And nobody got bullied. Kids will be kids. He got full checked, this that's, motherfucker. That's, that's, but anyways, like, no. Um, that's throwback. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying anything about the children, but his mom's racist, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if she raised racist ass kids. Um, that's all I can say. I mean, well, they got it's pictures, real life pictures I mean, with yeah. no Photoshop of her with kids. I mean, they racist, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I understand it. It's so common now that. Man, yeah, it's just, I mean, whatever, you know, it's all trash. My friend made a point, a good point. It's racist everywhere. One lives upstairs. <laughs> Say a little louder. Um, hey, girl. Shout out to Rob. Rob made a good point. He said it's crazy how people just brush aside the, a lot of people are just brushing aside the racism part of it and just talking about the bullying part. Like, so bullying is actually a more pressing issue. Yeah, racism. because that affects white people too. Duh, <laughs> that's not even that's not even like the million dollar question. That's like the hundred dollar question on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> we all know <laughs> that if it affects the majority, it matters way more than just us. <laughs> Duh, who cares about you nigger babies anyway? <laughs> I'm just saying. You just always gotta. You always gotta. <laughs> 
she always got to take it that extra mile. I'm just speaking <laughs> for them. You always got to take it that extra mile. That's what they're all saying. So, did you have anything that actually, that piqued your interest? Anything other that piqued your interest? Oh, any stories? Any no. stories that you read or anything like that? It's past grandma's bedtime. Oh, I haven't seen or read anything. Um... Uh yeah no nothing that I can think of of any substance or that's interesting at all, actually no no yeah you know cherish uh, you know cherish these hashtag moments or these social media moments because you know we might have some 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 things coming in the new year you know after our anniversary and everything I don't know what he's talking about yeah I'm privy I'm privy you um. But yeah, what what was on your mind? I know you had a long list of things that were on your mind, so I'm gonna give you the floor. Give you the floor now. What you reading? What you? Um, I'm not reading shit because I can't read. Uh, (laughs) no, I'm joking. Um, I really do need to find a book to read, but yeah, that's not going. Um, I found some. I got some requests for some um, books that some introverts, fellow introverts, um, recommended. One was called Quiet um, that I want to read. And I can't remember the name of the other one, but I'm going to have to look for those and check those out. Um, I know um, Big Sean dropped his project. I'm really, really sad that I didn't go to his free concert that he had in Detroit. Um, I heard that it slapped. Yeah, were you standing out in the cold? You said what? <laughs> exactly. No, I probably wouldn't. I, I, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even drove out there. To be honest, I live far. <laughs> Um, I would have had to been in the Uber like keep this bitch running into the line. Move. Um, yeah, like, uh, but I heard that bitch slap. Um, you know that was you know for the culture and for the city. I respect that. He broadcast y'all out. Uh, that song is life. Um, I love it. It's actually a good song. It's so ratchet. And if you know me, I am on a very ratchet as female rap kick right now and that shit is like everything life is supposed to be and more um trying to think what else um still listening to jane smith um i've I've been listening to black again because he dropped a couple extra tracks um i really like watching dance videos and i really (laughs) you know those fucking the, the, the dance people are still on my fucking youtube Oh well, I mean, it pops up every day, and I just watch this shit because. But yeah, I watch yeah. like yeah, dance videos, pimple proper videos. I have really weird like I don't know, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I'm still trying to get my life together, trying to get my health and fitness and wellness, and be a bad bitch because that's what I was put on earth to do. And uh, it was something else I was supposed to mention, but I forgot. Oh. Okay, yeah. So I was saying earlier that I was frustrated because it really is sometimes a little disheartening. Um, the state of the country, I'm not going to be serious. I'm trying not to be like all depressed and serious about this because that's not where I'm at in life. But, um, just looking at it because today I can, um, I have fun on the internet and I read comments and I harass people. Not really, but I just make valid points to trigger pygmies. Um, she's that's part an internet of, troll. No, I'm not. It's a comment troll. That's part of my uh, the coalition's mission statement is to uh, destroy pygmies at will. Now, um, can you describe to the people what a pygmy <laughs> is for people who don't know? A pygmy is like when you have somebody like listing. It can go for anything. If you have somebody listing like stereotypical ass 
characteristics or judgmental ass statements about a a certain group of people like if you have like let's say it's men in general and they're talking about women who wear makeup or they're talking about women who wear um you know who wear uh their weaves and they and get their nails and eyebrows and you have the woman that's like i don't need any of that i'm all natural and or you have a woman talking about working and no one had kids like I love motherhood, and I was put here to birth children and feed them from my breast. It's like that kind of <laughs> shit. Like you're pretty much just, <laughs> pretty much just shitting on your people or shitting on the masses to like be to be the exception to the rule. So if like somebody is shitting on a particular group, you're like, yes, I'm not like that. So it's kind of like when people like, like for instance. <clears throat> It was a post on the, in this group that I'm in, and it was saying, like, why does black men hate black women? And I'm very, I say this, I, I say it a lot because I am um, one of those people that, like, playing devil's advocate, and I like getting their eyes out of people, and I like opening that, up the that floor is, that is actually for dialogue and, and in, a, in, a, in a positive way to, like, trigger the fuck out of you. And so... Um, positive. Yeah, positive and triggered. I know it don't go together, but it, it do. It do in my mind. And so, uh, <laughs> that's how I get the passion. Um, but yeah, so on this particular post, it was hella pick means, you know, cause guys are like, oh, you know, I mean, you had some guys that were decent human beings, um, and was like, you know, well, uh, I love black women. I know what you mean. And I respect those people. Um, and it was a couple people on there that, you know, had no sense, obviously. And it's like, black women on TV with their weaves and their fake asses and they're fighting and they're doing all this and they're loud <laughs> and they're ghetto and and they're rude and they're just all gold diggers and da 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 and then you have the pick me's of the world like yeah you know those ratchet ass bitches with weave and makeup and their and their fake mutilated bodies and uh Oh my god And it's just like If you don't sit your ass down somewhere <laughs> Like I, And so I went in And I made a really general statement um, That I didn't even put I didn't specify gender I literally just said This is why black men hate black women And I said people I'm, I'm probably going to misquote myself But I said people um, Have bad taste And make horrible choices And pick wrong And as a result Of being broken and jaded They make generalizations and stereotypes about an entire group of people because of their piss poor taste and uh, well you were just inviting yourself into all kind of shit because everybody's offended by that That, I mean that was was very general exactly but it was true that was very general it was true because my thing is this I I think it's just this 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 weird ideology where and it might be the time they were in I don't know because I um it's a lot at this point. I don't know if people are doing these things more, or we just hear about it more because we have more access to each other. But um, people, everyone hates to be stereotyped, but everybody loves to stereotype, and everybody hates to be stereotyped. I'm gonna repeat that again for people in the back. Everybody hates to be stereotyped, but everybody loves to stereotype. It's kind of like um, you people are like, oh, I didn't know this is black women, or well, isn't like. It's trash ass people in every culture, on every continent, in every fucking country, and it's great good people. Same, right? Yeah. What, what you have to realize is that people are multifaceted, and what you have to come to the conclusion as and realize is that you need to do the, the self work because if you keep attracting 
trash ass people if you feel the need to fix broken people if you keep being attracted hidden on dating whatever the fuck or getting fucked over by fucked up human beings whether it be black men or black women or anybody else the fuck that's your badass choice you know what i'm saying you you got you got trash ass choice like your your people skills is flawed like you don't pick well and and you can't blame the people you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day like yes they're all trash but the common denominator of the trash can is you they all trash but you the can you know what i'm saying so it's just like you are the common denominator in the bullshit and you have to acknowledge with the role that you play in your in your life you make those decisions you allow those people to step into your bubble and that's the that's the problem that i always have and that's why i want people to that's why i not troll as hendrix said but that's why i put those kind of like little triggered ass post in it because i want you to look inside yourself and be like that's a good ass point because at the end of the day like you keep picking the same you like oh yes black women are from my experiences they did it from your experiences with your piss poor taste you know what is actually funny is we actually had this conversation while we were dating and i was actually very triggered by that but (laughs) i went along with the advice and i did actually look into the common denominator which was me and yeah i adjusted myself accordingly but it was a very valid point a point which i was not ready to handle at that moment but it provided an opening for great growth yeah and and, and that's all i tried to do i'm no gandhi in this motherfucker i'm saying uh that i do try to be obviously i'm flawed as fuck i'm passive aggressive as fuck i i I avoid people and i block them but um i am well-rounded in most other areas and uh and i try to be really grounded and neutral and like i really am like a truth seeker and a fact teller and i try to be fair like i will never you know, call out men on their bullshit without calling out women on their bullshit and vice versa or call out myself on my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be that, op- op- that open-minded and you have to also allow people to be multifaceted. Um, and that's just one of those things. So with that being said, seeing the comments on that post and seeing how... And it's and it's not just this post. It's, 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 it's all over social it's media. Life. And seeing how black men feel about black women... Um, it's disheartening and in a lot of ways it's like damn like black women really are kind of alone out here because it's like we already are at like a a time where like racial tensions are high and so it's like damn we already got all the fucking majority members against us and now we don't even have support from our men and uh it is fucked up it it is it's like damn like i guess you just we all we got ass niggas um but that's just something that's that's something that's been on my mind because that conversation i was having on facebook and that post was very recent it was actually today a couple hours ago maybe people are actually still commenting on it and uh i'm ready um because i always have time and uh and yeah you know i just want people to think i i I say whatever is necessary for people to open their minds but um besides me being the best troll i can be uh (laughs) just living like i said i'm trying to get my life together trying to be fine trying to date that's hard i'm passive aggressive i'm trying to be better I'm trying to do the self-work and be a better person and better human being and and a lot of my passive aggression comes from not wanting to hurt or offend other people um and, and it's kind of like because i want people to be mad at me or and say something negative but it's just like why do i care about people's feelings or opinions 
Um, so it's just more self work. She's only mean to people she actually likes because she knows that they're going to like her regardless. So. I mean, I'm likable as fuck. Um, if you are down for that kind of awkward thing. Unfortunately. But yeah, like uh, that's what it. Um, as even actually, actually, that's a good point uh, that I was thinking about. And like, I don't want none of this to come off really ar- arrogant. Um, I usually don't. I'm not this dynamic in my, uh, in my uh, whatever was on my mind. <laughs> but um, I was, it's. I was thinking lately. I know I talked about it, whether it be in the everyday struggle episode or any other episodes. Where I talk about like, my insecurities and my experiences as, as like growing up and whatever. And I went through like a. Not even a phase, but, like, I was hella insecure when I was younger. And I don't know if I'm growing into my looks or is it... You're accepting. Or is it the melanin popping kind of thing? You're accepting. What do you mean? No, sometimes, like, you know, you talk to me all the time. I'm, 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 I'm ugly to me. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? That's... I have those days where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Or weeks or months or whatever where I feel like I'm popping. But sometimes you just have to get to that place where you you look at what everybody else is looking at in the mirror. But see, I, I don't I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm there. And see, this thing is, that, like I said, I I'm saying you're weird. getting there. It's still... <laughs> Awkward, cause it's a thing. Okay, I'm not in, 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 in as an adult. I'm not like insecure like I was as a child. Like I know that I'm attractive, like physically. I know that I have things going for myself. I know that I'm not too bad of a person except for my past regression and brattiness and controlness and compulsive, whatever. Um, I'm not too trash of a person. Um, and I'm a dope friend and like cool ass person, whatever. Beyond all that, like I like I said, like I, I I'm not insecure in that in that way anymore, as far as physical appearance or like characteristics or whatever. But I think it's got to a level, and I don't know if it's because like dark skin girls are in or <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I, it's just like it's we like it's a a level that I've never been on. Like the rate in which I get approached sometimes is overwhelming to me. Uh, what do I always tell you? Or what do I always tell you? I don't know. What is, it's the glow. Or attractive. Or whatever the case may be. It's the glow. Um, you feel you, so everybody else feels you. I don't know what it is. That's what I'm telling you. But, but it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's cool. It, it just, it's overwhelming. As someone that's, like, a real, a real introvert, it's like, oh, oh okay. Say word. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I make snaps in my, in my bonnet, in my, in my satin scarf. And I'm and like, oh, like, hard eyes. And I'm like, I look... Like trash or a boy most of the time because I don't unwrap my hair because it's too cold. Um, so yes, I paid money to get it done to leave it wrapped up for weeks at a time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's just something that was on my mind. But anyways, Hendrix, sorry, I've been talking for a long time, but you will just deal or fast forward or just deal. All right. So what's been, <laughs> what's been on your mind? Um, musically, uh, it's a lot of a lot of projects coming out. Um. Still doing the Jadakiss and uh, Fabulous, Nightmare on Elm Street, T Grizzly, and Little Dark have a mixtape. Big Sean's mixtape. Um, Eminem put out a new single. You know, it's a lot of now. It's Christmas time. It's fucking Christmas time, so I can put Jingle Bell Rocks on fucking repeat and have I'm a mild. Eight Day Christmas by Destiny's Child. No, please don't. Um, so I, I have a, a mild, a mild sense of happiness when I do that. Um, TV wise, I have, oh, I forgot about 
Yeah, you ran in raid ran in too much. Um, T V wise it's like a lot of um <clears throat> a lot of shit I need to get caught up on, definitely. Um I'm way behind on most shows. Like I just don't watch T V. Like I'm 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 not in the T V phase. I'm caught up on I'm, I mean I'm behind on all my T V shows. I just, and I, but I keep watching new shows. Right. But, but that's the thing. Like I'm I'm always moving on to something different. Like my attention span is not that high. Um other than that, that I had uh <laughs> I had a I had a nice nice little goal that I wanted to reach this week as far as the podcast went and I actually did and I would like to thank you guys because you made that happen. We are now over two hundred followers on <laughs> SoundCloud. Excuse me. I'm, I'm Don't draw giving, no attention to it. Shh, thank you. People Excuse this, me, shut up. Okay, okay, continue. Why are you why are you focus on what's going on over here? Before I was so um, positively interrupted, continue. Gasly interrupted. Um, <laughs> um, I just thank you guys because it is it is a labor of love, but um, I mean it's like it's it's a ton of labor that goes into it. Like I'm still not at my, you know, we're still not at our peak as far as you know, reaching out and getting out there to the masses, but. It's slightly but surely going on. Like I said, we're not even a full year in. But I appreciate you. So, yeah, if you're new and you're listening to us for the first time, welcome. What's up? How are you guys doing? What it do? We're awkward. We uh, rant. Speak for yourself. We rave. Well, I mean, that's the name of the show. I'm just so, joking. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. See how weird he is. <laughs> I mean, awkward is awkward. What? You know, we're awkward. We're, you know, rude. I'm actually pretty cool. That's my res- my New Year's resolution to be cooler. I'm a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does that a lot. What? Um, <laughs> she does that a lot. Um, but yeah, just welcome. Thank you. Um, thank you uh, to all our former listeners, our old heads, our day ones. Thank you for continuing to yeah, rock what with a- us every week or every other week whatever thank you um as far as like my mind i just i don't know as i get older it's like a lot of a lot of shit don't really like have as much meaning like this time of the year used to be like special for me and now i just like want it to be over with like it's not i don't know maybe i'm i'm missing something or something like that but it's just like yeah i just want to get over new year's whatever because the grind does not stop. We'll talk about that later, but the grind does not stop. So, a lot of people have those, you know, are able to celebrate and have fun and shit like that. But, no, I just want to continue this grind and keep moving. So, um, other than that, like sports. Sports. I had this epiphany about sports this week. I really don't care about sports. What? Like, the actual The actuality of sports like I don't like fantasy fantasy sports is like completely like deterred me from actual sports because I you know you focus more on what's going on in your team you want to win your fantasy league you don't really care you know like oh if the Lions win that's cool but I would really like to you know win this fantasy game because you know it's playoff time I want to win the championship I don't give a fuck about the Lions really but yeah so I've, I've come to that conclusion that I really don't care about the outcome to the sports at all. Continue. 
It's nothing for me to continue. Oh, I'm watching a show called Easy. It's an anthology on Netflix. If you like right around the random shit, it has a really good cast. Uh, it's dope as fuck. I'll check that out. So it's nothing for you to continue. I, I pay attention. <laughs> I do that a lot. Only a year too late. <laughs> All right. Well, now, um, moving right along. Um, if you want to get... <laughs> if you want to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. See, that's why we don't have video podcasts. I'm sorry. What that mean? That, that reason right there. What? What? Continue. Anyways, if you want to get in touch with the show and <laughs> send any questions, comments, or voice your concerns, you can do so by emailing us at ask2ampodcast.gmail.com. That is at number two. Again, that email is ask2ampodcast.gmail.com. The number two. Ask us anything. Tell us that you love us or that you hate Hendrix or I guess you could hate me but then that would make you a horrible person you know and um smart maybe <laughs> alright well move right along <laughs> please um yeah so our topic today these is pretty much like we I, I think we touched on it before but it's like what the fuck were we actually thinking like what did we think was going to happen like when we were kids like what the fuck were we expecting what were we rushing to why rushing to work all week pay somebody else for some shit that you don't really use and shit like that like man adulting is horrible adulting is this continuous like is is no rewards in adulting especially when you you know what i'm saying like if you're an adult that doesn't have like kids or shit like that like yeah what are you doing i mean now that i think about it in a way that i like now it's just like well damn i see why like you know they give adults like tobacco and alcohol (laughs) because it's no way to survive (laughs) no vices no i'm joking but for real like need to drink not the edge off sativa or something i mean i use dancing to uh and trolling to make me feel better personally um I mean, but what specifically? Like, what did you want? I guess I'll let you talk first. I feel like this is one thing where I feel like we are indifferent. I feel like no matter where you are in your life, everybody's struggle is different. Like, you have, like, everyone has, like, different things they battle with and, like, that they go through. And it's like, adulting is hard in general, whether you are right now married with no children or married with children or if you're in a relationship or if you're single or you're a single parent or you are a student or it's just so many different places and and uh things you could be doing right now but it's it's challenging anyway it's it's crazy like have you the time the loss of time just think about this and we can even put it in our own eyes like Around this time last year, none of you knew who the fuck we were at all. It, like, 2017 was a fucking blur. Like, it, time travels so fast now. Time travels. Time goes by, to me, fast in general. Like, before, like, I feel like whenever I'm not in school. So, I feel like after 2012, when I graduated, like, it's weird. Like, I feel old as fuck when people are like, I'm talking about graduating. It's like, oh, like, yeah, like, oh, you, you know, people are like, are you taking classes? 
I'm like, I graduated in 2012. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, that was a long time ago. Like, and I feel old as fuck <laughs> saying that. Because he was like, oh, right. what are you doing? Are you like, working or are you in school? And it's like, nigga. I'm an adult. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I could have had like hella, like I could have had a fucking doctorate by now. I graduated too out too. Long ass fucking time ago. Yeah, but just like I had my tenure this year and Casey, I mean, what's the math on that? Um, my ten years this year. Well, coming up, I, I just I didn't want to. I didn't know what you wanted, like your math to be this. This. Episode. I mean, I'm still 21. Okay. I'm just saying right. that. I yeah. mean, I graduated high school earlier, obviously, <laughs> and <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to my ten year reunion. Yeah, so um, my ten year was this year, and her ten year is next year, and it's like. What the fuck happened in them ten years? Like, why the fuck? Why did we agree to this? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I be feeling old as fuck, especially when I think about like, like, like high school. Yeah, ten years, but it's like, like four years of college. Like, that's four more years, and I've been out of college for ten years. Like, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> old as shit. This is crazy. Or like, you know, when you pay a bill. You feel like you immediately have like I just paid this fucking bill. I literally just paid this bill. I was paying this when I was paying December bills. I was like, so the next time I pay bills is gonna be 2018. But that's in a couple weeks. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's how I felt like. Exactly, like it's crazy that you know what I'm saying. And then your life is like depending on what you do. For work, like you know, I the nine to five, like I I acknowledge y'all struggle, like you know what I'm saying. Sometimes the fact Johnny got two days off, I know y'all struggle to do. A lot of times, you know, we kind of rag on nine to fivers, like uh, I you don't, know, you know, y'all do the same shit. It's routine and it did it it Like yeah, y'all gotta get up early and everything like that. Look, I was in rush hour traffic. Yesterday and that shit is horrible. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Rush hour. Now I will say that rush hour traffic is not worth the weekend. Like the weekend is not an even exchange for rush hour. Like not. I know that sounds crazy because y'all probably like what? No, it's not. Like I'll be at work on Saturday just to not have to deal with traffic. Sorry. Like I work. Not, like it's so crazy. I think it's like a matter of public opinion, especially if you're not used to something. Because I know I work out. I work nights and like. When I talk to people, and they're like, oh, you know, like, we're at work. And, like, to them, it probably seemed like I'm always at work. But it's like, nigga, I work less than you. Like, I work four <laughs> days a week. <laughs> like, I, like, I work four tens, and I'm out that bitch. I have three real-ass days off. And, like, I might, it might not be the best schedule, especially if you want people that, like, is a doer and you, like, always doing something every weekend. Um, I think it really is just, like, experiences and opinions. And the reason I said that is because, like, I have been on, I've been with my job for five years. And so I'm kind of used to my schedule. It's not a big deal I, to me. I feel like I save a lot of money. Um, I'm not a partier anyway, so I don't think if I did work or work traditional hours that I would be just out every night like party animal. But I feel like I save a lot of money because there's not a lot of doing the things to do. And I feel like my off days are relaxing. I sit in my house. Right. I chill. I watch TV. I lay around. I get to relax. And I know I was talking to one of my, my best friends. I was talking to one of my best friends, actually. Both of my best friends work uh, traditional schedules. And she was saying, she was like, because she has a traditional schedule where she works like a nine to five kind of thing that she feels like she never gets rest because she's off on the weekend it's like okay well do this do this do this do this do this by the time sunday come around it's like oh, shit i gotta work tomorrow 
And it's like, she's like, I'm always tired because it's the weekend. So you're like, oh, it's the weekend. I don't want to be at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where it's like me, activity. I'm off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I'm like, oop, lazy Sunday. About to sit here, make some dinner and wash clothes and lay around and watch Netflix. Like, my days are always like that because I have, like, weekdays off. That's with the exception of Sunday. And so, like, speaking from her perspective, because that's a shit. Sleep and <laughs> making money is all I care about right now in my life anyway. So... It's beneficial for me. Like, I don't have no problem with my schedule. I feel like people are more concerned with my schedule than I am. When I tell them my hours, like, oh, like, where do you work? I'm like, oh, you know, 4.30 in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the morning, Wednesday through Saturday. And they're like, what? Oh, my God, you're at work all weekend? I'm just like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, shit, that's your time in the quarter. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't care. Are you mad when I miss it <laughs> Saturday or something? Like, it don't bother me because I don't have nothing to do. And then, like, I don't really, I don't know. I'm kind of a homebody. I like to do, I like to do stuff, but. Especially in the winter, it's hard to get me out of the house. I I've flaked on so much shit today. I hibernate. I sh- I flaked on so much stuff because I could. I went out. I went out the house. I did the stuff that I have to do. Like I'm really into like my up my personal upkeep. So like a bitch needed to fill in and like stuff like that. So like I went to the nail shop and like got some groceries to make dinner and went to the bank and I, I did those because I live on a very very big major street. So I made sure I did those. After it was like after lunchtime before rush hour, yep. I was out for like an hour. I got my it was cold as fuck, and when I was as soon as I stepped out the house and dusted off my car, I knew I wasn't leaving again once I got back. Like it was like, oh yeah, all those plans I made today, it's not happening. I'm not doing shit. Like I knew it. Like as soon just to give you guys an idea, as I left, right. it was like 17 degrees. Right now it is currently 11 degrees here. Um, it feels like it's one degree. It was 17 degrees when I left out the house earlier today. And it was just like, yeah, I'm not coming back out here. So I got my nails done. I'm going to tell you how much I wanted to be at home. I paid 15 extra dollars to get shellac on my toes so I wouldn't have to wait for my polish to dry. That's how much I wanted to come back home and get in my bed. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, that, that's that's another part of adulting. Like, you also have that like that point where you just like, yeah, I just want to be at home. Like, yeah, yeah I don't want to go out. I want to like, yeah, going out with with your friends and shit would be fun and shit and chilling and hanging. Sometimes I just want to be at home to my own devices, left alone. Like, yeah, like we can text or something like that. Like, I don't. That's you know. my, my oh my god, that's my thing. When somebody like want to hang out with me and I'm not leaving the house, I'm like, we can Facetime later. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got for you, bro. Like, if you want to see me, bro, we could FaceTime. Like, that's all I got. I'm not leaving. Like, yeah, it's not. It's I can't shit. do it. Like, yesterday we were planning on recording. We got snow. Like, yeah, just shit happens. Like, that's the whole adulting mindset. It's like, shit happens. And then, like, and on a more serious note, I feel like everybody, like... I can't say this. I st- I feel like it can be daunting and uh, and ha- it's a hard thing I think to go through. I feel like for me personally, I'm very like con- controlling and obsessive with my finances and my money mm-hmm. and um everybody is different. Like uh the thing like my problems and what I stress out about and what worries me is something that maybe Hendrix wouldn't have experienced or maybe the next person wouldn't have experienced. Because everybody's situation is different. Like, um, I was really, like I said on a serious note, like I was really actually, and I probably really am, going to seek counseling. Because, I mean, obviously I got shit wrong with me anyway. But but (laughs) from the work and adulting side of things is that I'm overwhelmed a little bit in in that aspect of my life. 
and it's coming from a place where I know that it's unnecessary, but I can't control it. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna voice it just because I feel like maybe somebody else can understand and relate, and it might help somebody else. But um, right. I am in a position where um, I don't know. I was raised to like take care of my bills and be responsible. Like I'm very anal about my finances. I always make sure I have a savings account. I always make sure I have a certain amount of money on me. Not on me, just in case you want to run up there. I always make sure I have a certain amount of money um <laughs> like to my name. You know what I'm saying? Like to feel safe and secure. And so like these past couple months, I've literally been like raking up a check. Like I'm just trying like I every time they ask me to work, like I've been working six days, six to seven days a week, like going in every time they offer it to me, like staying late, going early, like all about work because I literally have a fear of not being able to take care of myself and a fear of like failing, like and a, like a fear that I might need somebody else. And it's like, I don't have nobody else that I can depend on. And it's a legit fear. I don't know if that's something that happens if you're moving through the universe alone, maybe, but, um, I don't have that like I mean, safety net. I think even when you do have people, like if you have some, even if you do have somebody that you can depend on or fall back, you don't want to hold. You know, you don't want to put your burdens on somebody else. No, but I, I think it's. I think I was talking about this a lot. Like last episode is that I really do feel like I have a lot of pressure on me in general, whether it's like from my friends or not my friends so much, my family and like stuff like that. I have a lot of people that depend on me. And rely on me. And so, like, I try to always make sure I stay in a good position. Because I think it just lets me know that, like, I'm kind of like all I have. And and not in any, any, not in any fucked up way. But the reason I said that as far as, like, going to talk to somebody about it is because I'm obsessed with work. Like, um, not so much work, but, like, money. Like, and not in, like, a, oh, my God, money, money, money. Because I'm not like that. But I'm saying, like. Yeah, because you're not flashy at all. Oh, no, I'm the cheapest person you ever meet. That's right. that's why. I, that's The reason I said that is because, like, I'll give you all a perfect example. Like, if I, I can go get something I need, like, <laughs> gas, <laughs> groceries. If I spend anything over, like, 40 to $50 dollars. I won't look at my account until the next time I get paid. And, like, I'm not even laughing because I really feel like that's psychotic. I'm only laughing because I've experienced this. I'm still experiencing this because I I, I get it. I get where you're coming from because I, I understand your situation. And, like, I know a lot of people my age or our age, rather, live check to check and stuff like that. And I've just never been able to do it. Like, I don't feel comfortable in it. And so, like... I know if a lot of people sat on or had saved the amount of money, they would not probably freak out like I do and obsess about it like I do. Like, because I'll buy something. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm broke. Like, this week, and, I, and that's why I feel, I feel like the Lord understands my struggle. Because he blessed me so unexpectedly this week. And it was such a positive experience. I want to laugh so hard, but I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm actually being serious. But <laughs> I know, that's why. But, like, okay, so, like, I had $29. Okay, I have $44 to my name, as far as I'm concerned. Um, And so, I was already like, okay, well, I can't, you know, eat out. I have to, like, cook something at home. And I need, I, I wasn't going to get my nails done because I ain't had no money to do it and everything like that because I have $40. And then, I checked my account again and Spotify hit me with the one, two. And they took $9 <laughs> with $10. 
So I was left with like twenty nine dollars, and I'm like, oh my god, like with bitch, <laughs> look. Bitch. I, I mentioned this before, Netflix and Spotify every time. Bitch, you poor. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh my god, like I can't do shit. Like I'm about to be in the house all weekend, just like in this bitch percolating. Like fuck it. And I came home that day. I got talking myself out of getting food and everything. Check my inbox and my inbox, my mailbox. Ooh, ain't that sad? Check my mailbox and um, I received a check from my old apartment for my deposit. And it was like, holy shit. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think that I was getting it back. I didn't even remember it because I lived in my old apartment for like almost five years. So <laughs> completely forgot about that shit. And ironically, that was my first time ever moving out of an apartment as an adult because that was like the first apartment I ever had as a single adult. And so I never even experienced getting a refund check. Like, so I'm like, wait, what? What is, oh my God. And so it just made me, it was just like, oh my God, like, I just don't deserve, deserve the Lord's grace at this point because, like, what? <laughs> like, it was just like, that was like a beautiful ass experience. Like, you know how great it is to come with some money you wasn't expecting, especially when you don't have none? Like, man, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get my nails done. That's the first thing I said. My shit was trash. Okay. So, them little them little shits, like, in adulthood, like, that you wouldn't think about, like, as a kid, like, when you get a good parking spot or some shit like that. Oh, like, yeah. Especially like, in my apartment. I always think about stuff like that. Like, that shit is, like, it's crazy because it's little stuff that... You took for granted as a kid that you just like it's great or like fresh food. Like you ever got some fresh fries from McDonald's? Nigga, them bitches is glorious. I haven't ate McDonald's lunch in so long. I go get it. I I go get a McGriddle or a sausage egg muffin in a minute, but I ain't had no. I haven't had lunch from there in years. Yeah, I'm fat, so I go get fries and like an apple pie to make me feel better. Yeah, you are fat. That's some fat ass shit. I'm sorry. Like food is my weakness and. Thank God I was blessed to be uh, ectomorph. Ectomorph, yes. Yeah, because if not, I would be 450 at least. Oh, I'm, like, really obsessed with, like, trying to get my life together. So I've been, like, studying, like, different body types and stuff. I am a mesomorph or whatever. And Do you have that article so I can post on um, the Facebook page? What? The article that you got there from, the body types. I have to look it up. Okay. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I, I could break it down for you for real, real quick, just because I'm thinking about it and I'm passionate about it. But yeah, if you've seen pictures of Hendrix, he is a classic ectomorph. There are pretty much people who are like thin and slender, and they can't really gain weight. They have a super fast metabolism. They can consume six thousand fucking calories and not gain a single fucking pound because their metabolism is going eighty thousand miles per hour. Um, people I do this on a regular skinny, basis. lanky. Most of the time, they have, like, long limbs and stuff like that, obviously, Very. if they're taller. And uh, stuff like that. Um, the shot was not necessary so, at all. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you have um, <laughs> endomorphs, um, which are the more rounder figures. Not You're not necessarily fat as an endomorph, but it just means that you have an equal distribution of fat. Like, um, like, like I said, with ectomorphs, they can't really gain weight, and they just kind of always thin. Um, what is it? Mesomorphs gain weight 
extremely fast and it's hard for him to lose it too and mesomorph would be like a kim kardashian like she's very like voluptuous and even when she's thin she's still like thicker that's a mesomorph Ugh. uh no i'm sorry that's it endomorph my bad a mesomorph is someone that's like athletic your shoulders are usually wider than your hips and you kind of like build muscle fast you but you also can gain weight fast but you also can lose weight fast and that's where i fall so that was a random fact about fitness that you probably did not need but it just goes back to like the adulting thing like as a kid we would you're either fat or you're skinny like, there's no classification. Because the reason I was re- <laughs> like, researching really it is because, like, I'm really into, like, health and wealth. Let me know. Like, I go back and forth for, like, my what, my weight fluctuates a lot. And I go back and forth for, like, deciding if I want to be fluffy and happy or, like, a bad bitch. Pretty much. And so, um. Multiple times a day. <laughs> like, all day. And so, um, I, it's kind of like, I just want, I just kind of, like, looked into Because, like, I do, my weight fluctuates a lot because I can pick up weight in a heartbeat and I can gain weight in a heartbeat. I can gain muscle fast. Like I have like a athletic build if you ever see me when I'm thin. Or even when I'm kinda thick, I kinda have like a you said what? Yeah, your shoulders don't don't move. I know and you can like always see my collarbone. Somebody was saying like, why is your collarbone so pronounced? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just that's what my body is shaped weird. <laughs> um but yeah, and it's called a collier bone because anyway, sorry, my friends are corny. But anyway, so very <laughs> But anyways, back to adulting. I'm sitting here talking about my whole little life story. Anyways. Another thing about adulting, your attention span is horrible because there's so many things going on in your head. You just have to, you know, let it out. Yeah. Continue. I was about to actually say something. Shout out to like the, oh yeah, my memory's trash, bro. That's not even adult. And that's like genes and genetics. Anyways, like. (laughs) Um, I was saying like shout out to the people with kids, and the reason I said that is because I cannot even fathom like being responsible for a small human like at this point in my life. Like I feel like I'm such a spaz, and I don't have it together, and I'm just like all over the place. And like I couldn't imagine like at the end of the day having to be like, oh yeah, you <laughs> comes first, <laughs> like. Let me get this small human together and make sure they're great and then worry about, like, my mental health and my sustainability later. Yeah. Like, I was actually talking to my mom um, on my way over here, and she was like, you know, like, you have you to feed. Like, you, you are your family to feed and take care of. Like, just understand that, acknowledge that, and embrace that because it could be a lot worse. And... Like you said, I couldn't fathom having a another responsibility. Like so, definitely shout out to y'all. That's you making, got a real MVP making a way and everything. Like you know, maybe one day I'll join you guys, but it's not looking good. I'm ding no. dong ditching at thirty, but um, I'm I'm scared for real. Like I'm real life scared. I'm gonna take my uterus out on my own because I gotta pay off my student loans, and I know that bitch is hidden on the black market for sure, for sure. Man, what? <laughs> what was, it was just so ridiculous. I'm just <laughs> it was ridiculous, but I know you are it's so serious. So serious, man. Seriously, yeah. It's like it's it's crazy because you go to work, you come home and sleep, and then you get up and go to work again. Like it's a cycle that does not stop. Like adulting is not. 
rewarding. It's not, and it's true because I feel like this is. I feel like that about like school. Like with with school though, like it was like okay. I'm going to work for these 16 weeks, but I got summer vacation where I don't have no responsibilities. Now, I know that might not have applied to everybody, but I was blessed enough in my life where I didn't have to work during college so or high school. So, <laughs> I actually just had summer break. So, I mean, if you didn't, think back to middle school or elementary school where it was just like, oh, okay, shit, it's the summer. <laughs> like, this is all I'm responsible for is taking my ass outside and not letting flies in my mama's house. That's kind of dope. Or letting her air conditioning. Or letting her air conditioning out because she's not cooling the whole fucking block. Not at all. Okay. So, uh, it's crazy to think about. And I remember wanting to be older. Like, even 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 when I was, like, teenager. Like, teenager. Like, I remember high school. I was just like, I just want to get these. Like, I didn't make friends for real. I was just like, I want to get these four years over with. Because I was a nerd. You know? And so, I was like, I just want to get these four years over with. Get my diploma and get the fuck out of here. And that's how it was with college. That's why I graduated in four years. I took I was taking up to eighteen credits a semester. Cause if you went to if you've been when graduated in from undergrad, you know how hard it is to graduate in four years. So I was taking summer classes, I was taking up to eighteen credits a semester to get the fuck out of there in four years. And I was the same way. I was just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right. Four years, I'm graduating. And like now looking back at it in hindsight, it's just like I really wish I would enjoy my youth more. Like, maybe I should have took that fifth year. Do you know what I'm saying? Had that time yeah. to just, I mean, well, shit. Now I'm thinking about student loans. Then maybe I was right to get the fuck on. But <laughs> it's just kind of like that whole thing where I really was in a rush my whole life to, like, get to adulthood. And I think it might be because of the ideologies that I had at that point in my life. Like, I thought I had everything figured out. You know what I'm saying? If you were to talk to the 20, I'll say 20, 21-year-old Knees, I was going to graduate with my degree, go to grad school, get a job, live, because I was going to go to grad school at Wayne State for industrial engineering, I mean, industrial psychology, get my master's while I was a TA, working enough to afford an apartment. And then I was going to, Become a guy and work for a firm and get married and have kids and live happily ever after. That was my life. At, and that's what I thought at 2021. 20, and then I got jumped by reality when I graduated. And <laughs> <laughs> um, like, bitch, it's not how it goes. Uh, um, I was actually so caught up in the story that. I didn't, get, <laughs> I didn't get it at first. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, like jump. Like jump I ran this. through like, by the reality that was like, girl, that's not how life works, and yeah, it's uh, not how that shit works. It's all, not, and so like I would tell people that, like I say, like the people when I like the the friends that I left behind when I graduated college, like what you think <laughs> happens when you graduate, it really don't. Like I wonder. Like, I know people would say, like, oh, you know, it's not jobs, and you have to major in certain things and all this stuff like that. I, I had extenuating circumstances affecting my situation when I graduated, but yeah. I wonder, like, back in the day when they said it was so much easier, like, I wonder if I would I would have just graduated and got a job. 
Like I'm being like, all right, I got a degree, and that's all you kind of yeah, need. And much. and like now you need these upper level degrees. Like not only do you need a doctorate, the fucking degree, or a master's degree, they uh-huh. also want you to have a master's degree with twelve years of experience. You sitting here like twelve years ago, I was twelve. You know what I'm saying? Like you, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, that, I mean them jobs is something that is frustrating as fuck. That's the that's the shit I will never understand. Cause like the entry level jobs want you to have experience. In a degree, and it's like, where was I get these experiences from when I when I was getting a degree? Like it, right. it's just like this crazy. Like it was so much shit I was applying to when it was like stuff that they was telling me that I should be able to apply to with my degree. And it was like, well, you need this or you need this amount of experience. And it's just like, well, I just graduated. Right, like right. you know what I'm saying? Like what do you what do you, what do you mean? So like, wait, I only qualify for fucking McDonald's. Really? That's what you telling me? I've been to school, man. Before I got the job that. <laughs> I have now and put myself in a career path like I was working at Speedway with a bachelor's degree in student loans so it's like the adulting is a struggle and like it's depressing as fuck but I really feel bad sometimes because I know people be so optimistic about school I was talking to this guy and he was saying like he was a liberal arts major and I'm like Boy, you better start wasting your money. <laughs> like, you are silly as fuck. Like, you silly. are wasting hella dough. Like, liberal arts? See, well, my story is a little different because I didn't go to, to school. Like, I I was, like, not, no. I was one of them not now people. Like, all right, no, I'm not doing this now. I want to actually get jumped by fucking reality I didn't you know I was like I just, I just want a job and you know make a little money so I don't have to you know actually owe anybody for my schooling or whatever and reality reality yeah he was a, she was a bad I'm gonna call her a she she was a bad motherfucker so I got out into the workforce and started making money and I thought I was actually like making money cause I'm 18 I've never made real money before Mm -hmm. so i'm working and everything it's like wait what the fuck you know so you gotta you know you get taxes nigga uncle sam the first time taxes hit me almost i was on the phone my daddy crying uncle sam exactly the first time i met uncle sam i'm like daddy i made six hundred dollars and i only got three like it was Like, baby. The first time I, I encountered Uncle Sam, he did not use Vaseline at all. He went in that motherfucker straight raw. And I said, oh, this is what life is about. And it just, it's just like working. Like, unless you have your own little, like, projects or something like that. Or even, like, goals. Like, as an adult. It's so hard to make goals because you understand reality. Mm-hmm. Like nine times out of ten, that shit's not going to happen because you have this in a way or this in a way. Like them little mishaps that happen in life, that that shit will actually deter you from doing anything. Yeah. You stay in the house. Like, oh, yeah, no. I don't want to go out because, you know, I might get a flat tire or my engine might blow. And I don't necessarily have the money to pay for that right now. So, yeah, I'm just going to. You know, you come up with these irrational excuses for not doing things. So, it, it kind of kills. Adulthood kills the kid in you. That optimistic dreamer that's fearless and everything. Like, as adults, we're so closed off and shit. It's just like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not 
not taking that leap of faith because I just feel like that's not going to work out. I had two points that I wanted to make. The first point I wanted to make is that I hate that to a certain extent I definitely regret college sometimes just because of the loans and stuff like that. Like, I know I was talking to one of my best friends or whatever, and, like, we all went to four-year universities and all of that stuff, and um, we were talking about the whole idea of college. Like, I'm not going to go off on a tangent and say it's a scam or whatever. It's kind of it's scammy tendencies. But um, as expensive as school is and as not valuable as some of these degrees are, it's kind of like you kind of are, you're kind of in a fucked up position. And I would tell you when the, the dreaminess, I guess, kind of died in me. Because when I went to university, I guess I kind of, well, my parents were split. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always had a passion for psychology. Um, I just was into, into psych. Like, my mom was, like, taking classes when I was younger. And I would, like, sit there and read her psych books and stuff like that. i just always been into it. And... And so uh, I knew what I was majoring in, and I even did research for it. Like I was when I went into university, I was going to major in uh, accounting and minor in psychology. I know it has nothing to do with each other, right? Because I wanted to be a psychologist, but I knew I needed at least a master's to do it. So I was like, I know I can be an accountant with a ba- with a bachelor's degree and a, and a CPA license, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go for accounting and then be an accountant while I get my master's in psych. Like, that was the idea I had freshman year. Very lofty goals. And... I took my first accounting class and and hated spreadsheets, <laughs> and so I became a psych major. <laughs> um, yeah, with a human development minor or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what I was. That was what I had, and so it just completely changed. But that's not the point I was making. The point I wanted to make is just like kind of what Hendrix was saying, as far as like we took very different paths, and like to a certain extent, like depending on what circle you move in, you know, it might be okay. Well, oh, you know, I have a degree. Like we're on two different levels as far as education, right? But for me, it's like, and me and my best friend was talking about this. Who is really in a better position? Because like. Yes, you know, I might be in a better, in a different position as far as like maybe financially or educationally, but he doesn't have the debt that I have. So it's just like, who is really in a better position when you look at it that way? I really don't know. So it's like one of those things, I guess, that I think about a lot. And I know I was talking to it with my friend. She was like, you know, well, who's really in a better position than the person who... You know, just don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I used to be a little cunt and make that argument in my younger days. But that was before I actually understood. Like, well, yeah, you don't have the debt that I have. But you had a a head start into, like, the credit world and everything like that. Like, I had to start from the bottom as far as my, my credit situation. Whereas... Because you had the debt, because you had things in your name that you were, you know, paying off, whether, you know what I'm saying? You already had something established. I never had anything established. So it's definitely pluses and minuses in that aspect because, yeah, like everybody has a different path. And we're not deterring you from, like, doing what you want to do. Like, yeah, we encourage education. Education will... as much as it doesn't seem like it helps, it actually I would helps. say, just I feel like just mind what you major in. Oh, that's the other point I was going to make. As far as, like, being, like, optimistic and a dreamer. Like, so I knew, like I said, with that plan that I had set in place, I knew that 
you know, you need at least a master's degree to actually work in psychology, right? Mm. And I knew that. But I just thought, you know, oh, okay, go to college, go to grad school, and think about the fact that my life would blow up, but, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> uh, it was actually my parents, and I wish, I guess, hindsight is 50 50. My mom, and I don't know if it's the, the nurturing aspect of women, right? My mom obviously was a nurturer, and my dad is more of a tough lover. Um, and so my dad wanted me to major in engineering. He was a major in engineering, but he had to drop out of college and went to school for trades because my brother, they had my brother or whatever. So, um, yeah, so, I, you know, it was one of those, like, you know, those those, those white movie arguments of like I'm not you <laughs> um, kind of thing and my mom knew I was passionate about psychology and so she encouraged me to be a psych major and so when I graduated she was like damn I should listen to my dad and I wasted four years of my life and I had that deal with feeling like a failure Yeah. and all of that stuff like that you know what I'm saying um, so that's why I'm like that's a, a, the thing about like goals and not even like goals, but like being passionate about something, not not and not knowing if it's going to manifest or not, because that was something I was always passionate about, and it just didn't work out for me. And I'm not saying I couldn't have went back and did it or did this or took the GRE again and went into grad school, but that wasn't my reality. I chose to go into the workforce. I chose to take control of my life and take care of myself and support myself and become a productive member of society instead of continuing on. Um, further in my education exclusively. Like, I mean, I have been taking classes um, pretty much off and on with my schedule, my work schedule, as I can yeah. to continue to further my education on the company's dime that I work for because I won't take out no more loans on me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, so that's what, that's how I've been moving through the universe. It's just kind of like, it is disheartening because it's just like I had that, that's what I was passionate about and like it didn't work the, out. For you me. had that moment that, you didn't know at the time you needed to actually like click like you needed you needed some shit to happen and you were just going about life like you had you weren't paying attention to what was coming yeah and then like like i said with that different like i still even to this day a little bit am kind of pressed that i chose to major in my major and not listen to my dad like i i still kind of like beat myself up about it because it's just like, damn. And then on top of that, that's another reason why I had a, a hard time discovering something I was passionate about again. Because I was passionate about psychology and it didn't work out. And um, I now, like, I guess it's almost like a jaded thing. And I'm not jaded by many things. It's almost like a jaded thing because when somebody's like, oh, you're not really passionate about this. Or I'm an artist and like... I hope that when I get married and if I have children, that I have a husband that's a little bit more positive about it, I guess, than me. Because I feel like I'm going to be sitting there like, bro, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to give my kids like about five or six a list of the things that they could major in. Like, you better find passion for one of these things. Because all the other shit on here, you can't do nothing with. So don't even think about it if you want me to pay for it. Like, that's where I'm at with it. 
Because, like, in a way, I was like, I wish my dad almost would have forced me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was just like, damn, that was a dumb decision. So sometimes, a lot of times now, when people are like, oh, you know, I'm passionate about this. Or, you know, do. Like, when people are like, oh, and all the inspirational quotes of, find something you love. And did it and it's just like I mean, that's all bullshit and adulthood people, actually kills that though that's what i'm saying i'm like like now i'm like that's all bullshit like and somebody asked me like is it about the money or is it about your like your work and i'm like oh it's definitely about being able to be financially secure and provide for myself i'll do whatever you know and, and <laughs> i mean outside of no but i, I you know get, what i'm saying I like, get what you're saying because at the end of the day they don't stop sending these motherfucking bills I'm just saying, like, like you at the end do of the day, I will say that that's what it is. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm an adult. I have to work. I have, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and I, and I don't even, I don't dislike my job. I don't. I think um, it's just, obviously, I would like to be working for what I went to school for because I feel like I just have a degree that's just cute on my wall. But. It is cute. But but it, it is. I pay a lot of money for that frame too. Um, but I mean, I just wish that I would have majored in something else. I think that the the idea, the whole hope, and the people like, oh, you know, do something that you love, and it's like, I don't know if that's really. I, I don't think I would encourage anybody that to do that. I think you should think. I think you should try to think. I feel like maybe you should look at the list of things that make really good money and then pick something to love out of that. Um, maybe that might be more <laughs> cool. But I think that's that's the main thing about adulthood. Adulthood makes you regret things. Like, I regret not going to school. You regret what you went to school for. Like, when you went to the grocery store today, you regretted the, you know, the, the cookies that you bought because you might not have needed them at this time or when I went to the gas station I regretted putting, you know, filling my tank up because, you know, that that you know, that decreases that like an assist. <laughs> No, I'm saying, but that decreases I might have wanted, you know, I might need a, a coffee, you know, or energy drink. No, or you something need like gas. That. No, I'm saying, but I need but see that's the thing. Like in adulthood you have to pick and choose, like, okay, I need gas. But do I need to fill my tank up? All right, look. See, I, when I put gas, my car ice fill it up because it, it burns slower when it's full. Look, we're from an urban area. We have been to the gas station plenty of times. You have you ever came and uh, pulled up behind somebody and you saw like three dollars? You know who my brother is. <laughs> you saw like three dollars. My brother had like a car, a, a nice car, like I guess a luxuryish car. And it took like premium fucking gas. And one time we went there, he put legit a gallon in there. Like it was like three sixty nine. He really put three sixty nine in his tank. Right, but some days it's like that. You go like, oh yeah, I need some gas. Like, all right. I did some. I I put like a half a tank in my car one time, and that's because I was on my way to work and I didn't want to be late. So I like I I got to the gas station and I was just like, all right, twenty dollars. When they really tank like thirty to put in my tank, but I already had a twenty, and it was just easy to hand it to him and get the fuck on. That was the only time. Usually, anytime I go put gas in my car. I fill my tank up, but that's because that's another, I guess, adulting thing that I do. Yeah. I have a I mean, fear of running out of gas, so I won't let my tank get below a quarter before I fill it up. Like it's it's all kind of different shit. Like adulting will make you go buy like off brand items. Like you can go pop is pop. Like I don't need a fucking Pepsi. Oh, uh, uh, some stuff I don't bend on. Um, some stuff, yeah, some stuff. I'm, I mean, but, I'm bougie now. I bought some off brand uh, oatmeal today. 
I think it was like Kroger brand. Right. But like, I mean, certain stuff I don't bid on. But like, I mean, I'm not. I'm also already not a very materialistic person, and mm. I kind of like to save. I'm really big on like my savings account and stuff like that. But I mean, in a lot of ways, I mean, a lot of people in our generation are making moves. I know it's a scam going on on Facebook right now with the Cash App. But beyond that, I know people are talking about like all the Bitcoins and all the other stuff that's going on as far as investment opportunities. And I wish I was that savvy. But I'm not, and I'm I'm scared, and I'm scary. I mean, I I really wish I could do something profound like that. Maybe somebody can help me out because I've been hearing a lot about like Bitcoin and all that stuff like that. Even I heard that it rose so much, so high a share that it might not be worth it right now. But um, maybe if it goes back down or something. Um, but yeah, I know it's some um, other ones like similar to Bitcoin that's up and coming. That's probably easier to buy right now because they yeah. are cheaper. But I don't know. I'm just talking. I don't really know how to all. I would have to do a ton, a ton, a ton of research on it. You know, um, somebody, speaking of regrets and stuff like that, somebody actually, um, when I was first starting off working or whatever, <clears throat> this guy, you know, I worked downtown Detroit. I went to a, a convenience store and I bought this new product that I had never, never, ever heard of before. Just trying it out. It was vitamin water. And a certain the gentleman told me, you should probably put some money on that. And, you know, I'm 18. I don't know what the fuck you I can invest. Like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, that shit blew up right after. And I was kind of, you know, that's one of those things that, like, you know, the adulthood things that kind of, like, sticks in, you know, sticks in your craw. Like, yeah, I probably should... You should probably listen to adults. You know what I'm saying? Even though you think you're an adult, listen to somebody a little bit older. You know, somebody more seasoned That's and experienced. That's what Daisy was talking about, about investing in their property in Dumbo. But. No, yeah, exactly. Because you're young and dumb and you spend your money on what you want to spend your money on instead of actually putting your money into what you're buying. That was what I learned. I went to a stock class and the guy said, if you buy a lot, like if, you, if you're strictly Apple, Put some money in the Apple stock because every time you buy a product, it goes back to you. Mm-hmm. Any, you know what I'm saying? Anything you do. Like those little gems and shit like that that you ignore as a kid and you look at, you know, happen to watch CNN and see all these fucking great ass numbers on the stock market and you eating ramen noodles and shit for dinner. Like, well, I should have, I should I mean, not to, you know. I'm yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, a point that I was trying to get before when I was talking about like dreams and goals and aspirations is that I think it's. I think it's important to have things that you're passionate about. And it took me a long time in, like, cue the violins. It took me a long time probably with starting this this podcast. I think it was me realizing that at my core, I'm, like, a creative. And I've always been, like, a writer and, like, always been into, like, poetry and, like, just art in general. Whether it's, like, music or whatever. And, like, speaking my mind and, like, being, like, a personality. Yeah. I've always been into that kind of thing. And it was this process of starting the show that made me realize, I was like, oh, like, maybe I should be investing in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as, like, if I can just, like, what am I good at? Like, and that's what I, and it it used to fuck me up before, like I said, before I got to this point of the show. It was, like, I was in this place where I was like, well, what am I good at? Like, 
I was going to go back to school for engineering, but that was really just because I wanted, I just wanted the financial stability. But it's like the job and the career path I'm on right now gives me that. So it kind of gives me the, the wiggle room to find something that I'm passionate about. And right now that is my creativeness and whatever, whether it be the show or like trying to get my YouTube together or whatever the case may be. It's really just like, if this is what I'm like, I'm passionate about me. I'm passionate about investing in myself. I'm passionate about my personality. I'm, you know, I think it's something that, you know, I can do some things with. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's where I am right now, I would say. I mean, obviously. And that's the thing. I know I said, I think I said something about this before how I was done dating dreamers. This is exactly what I mean. Yes. I'm not about to quit my corporate job <laughs> to be like, Yes, let me go start this YouTube channel <laughs> full time. No, I got to see some results. First. And like, <laughs> shit, I'm money hungry. I wouldn't quit anyway. <laughs> um, I got benefits. Shit, I got like I got a real ass adult job. Like, um, so it's just like that's what I'm saying. Like about dating dreamers. Like, yes, I'm a dreamer. Yes, I have inspiration. I have goals. But I'm so like, okay, as long as I'm good and stable and situation, which I am right now, it gives me the opportunity on the side to focus on what I'm passionate about, and that's what I'm doing at this point in time. It's funding my dreams. That's what my my corporate job right now is for funding my dreams. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point to leave to leave off. Alrighty. Yes. So if you want to discuss your dreams that have been shattered by life. By or, reality or student debt. Or student debt. <laughs> um, you know, just, just talk to us. Like if you have some stories to share about, you know, what you've learned through your process, your journey in adulthood, you know, you got some funny stories or anything like that. Um you can sacrifices, experiences, anything. Yeah, anything. Um, Ask2AMPodcast at gmail.com Or politic and talk with us on Twitter or on Facebook at the 2AM Podcast Or on Instagram at the 2AM Podcast Well, you can't really converse on there Yes, you can Comment on SoundCloud (laughs) Yes, like, subscribe, all that good stuff So anyways What's going on? No, 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 you. What is grinding your gears? I am in, I am in thrall. No, nothing's grinding your gears? I don't have things. anything. All right, mine, <clears throat> mine would be, um. <laughs> I'm in thrall, I'm in thrall, because you, your grind your gears, grind my gears is always a highlight to our episodes. <laughs> um, mine would be, and it's, it's a love-hate thing, um, mine would be black Twitter. Okay. So, this week, I don't know if, I think it was, it might have been BuzzFeed, but, um, somebody broke down Hustle and Flow <laughs> and figured out that Terrence Howard said, man, 257 times <laughs> in Hustle and Flow, and you motherfuckers ran with it, and it was hilarious, but it just... I thought that's not where it came from. I thought it came from something else. What? No, it was. They actually broke it down. They broke down, you know, the movie and how many times they said it. And yeah, people just, you know, somebody just ran with it. And Terrence Howard actually reacted and posted his video saying that he, you know, he got he got more movies than Hustle and Flow. Like y'all could have broke down some other shit and made some memes about that. Y'all did an excellent job, but it's just like all that. 
All that fucking creative energy is y'all just giving it Twitter for free. I heard something. Um, see, that's not the story I heard. I heard that he had said something, I guess in an interview or something, about him him supposed to be casted in the Fast and the Furious or something instead of Vin Diesel. And really? that was the that was how it started. And so people start fucking photoshopping him into all those random movies. Because it's like pretty much he just <laughs> supposed to be in everything. <laughs> so that's how it started. At one point in time, he was in everything. So that's that's why they started photoshopping him into like all those movies because he has. <laughs> <laughs> However, it started. If it's Casey's way or my my story. Y'all, can you please use that energy for something that benefits? It benefits you. me. Keep doing it. That shit was hilarious. No, it was, I'm not saying it was definitely hilarious. Nigga, it was something. Saying, y'all gotta start profiting. <laughs> no, on that what shit. was the post I just seen? It was like you heard an F on the shelf, and it was a picture of some man on the plane. <laughs> you silly as hell. But yeah, that that was I. Despite oh. the week that I've had. Yeah, that was the only thing that actually, like, grinded my gears. Like, we have to do better, you know, to actually profit on some of our creative energy. Um, I guess, um, I don't really have one, but I can come up with something. I think I'm grinding my own gears because... That too. Um, sometimes I just be in my feelings and, like, going through it and, like, hella emotional or, like, hella cold and, like, going through these off and ons and... Just in this place in my life where I'm like learning myself and being better and becoming better and trying to be the best person, and it's it gets hard sometimes and positivity yeah. gets tough and you just like fuck this. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think that's it. it. I haven't really had no um nobody get on my nerves this week. My racist neighbor has been racist in silence and um everything is good. Christmas <laughs> is coming up. Hopefully, I get a gift. Or something. If not, fuck everybody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just trying to be the best version of me. Um, but yeah, so I'm like trying to be like positive and stuff. So I don't know if that's what it is, but you know, whatever. So. Oh yeah. Also, grandma grinding my gears. Mother Nature. You have one side of the country that is engulfed in flames. Here I sit with icicles on my nuts. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? Like, I know we go through this shit every... I know. It is, because I was just talking to somebody like this. Like, people would be like, oh my God, it's snow. Like, they ain't lived in Michigan for 27 years. Right, I'm good with snow, but it's fucking cold and shit. All right. But it actually used... I was actually just having this conversation with somebody. Me and my best friend were talking about this. Um, Talking about global warming. And I'm like, it used to be way colder than this. Actually, I have a story for you guys. I'm going to add to my grind my gears real quick. But anyways, I grind my own gears because I'm awkward as fuck. So, I went on a date with um, somebody, with this guy. And he was Jamaican. And I barely understood anything he said. And I don't even understand if he understood what I said. But that's not even the grind my gears part. The grind my gears part is the fact of that I'm awkward as fuck in my dire need to feel awkward silences. So we went to the movies. So we didn't talk a lot. But like we walked to the car. And like he's only been in the States for a couple 
couple months. And no, a couple years, but he's only been in a cold state like fucking Michigan for two months. And so he's like fucking freezing because he's from fucking Jamaica. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cold. And I'm weird. Right. So I'm like, you know, actually, <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, you know, well, actually, it used to be way colder, you know, but, you know, global warming started destroying the world and it's actually kind of hotter now. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't really responding And so I just kept going You know what I'm saying And I'm like it's like really Like it used to be like As soon as it was like you know September October it would start cooling down Like it didn't even start getting cold Until like November And he just still just looking at me You know but global warming And he's just still staring at me like I'm retarded Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on And I felt so, but I'm so awkward That I couldn't shut up Like I'm just like well alright Well I'm gonna go now Cause we were just sitting in the parking lot like by our cars Like it was so awkward <laughs> And I'm just like alright Well have a good day Like it was just bad Okay bye now Right, I'm just like, oh god, he probably I mean, well, think I'm fucking crazy. That's another thing that um brief sidebar. That's another thing for adulthood. Like, remember when you were kids, you didn't care about like the weather. You would go outside in the rain and play all day. You go outside in the snow and cold and shit, and you know throw snowball fights. Like right now, if a kid hit me with a snowball. I would probably punch him in the face. Well, that's because you are just rude. I'm just saying, because my body is wired differently. Like, I'm not for the cold or the heat or none of that. Like, But as kids, we didn't give a fuck. We just wanted to be outside, playing, happy. Yeah. Now I like my air conditioning in the summer and my heat in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, we live through life without air conditioning, without central air. Some of us. I'm about to say, fuck that. Some I'm me. Igloo sponsored this lifestyle. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> but all right, anyways. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. Hendricks, tell them where they can reach you. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Noli Hendricks. N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Where can I reach you? You can reach me on Instagram and on Twitter at K underscore in real life. That is K-A-Y-I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on IG and on Twitter. You know, tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. She's actually doing the two real hot. Tell me it ain't good enough for your bang. Yeah, you can Mm. reach us. Tell me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and if you don't know that song, you too young to be listening. No, I'm joking. But anyways, um, (laughs) you can reach us at the 2AM Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Check us out on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts at. Anywhere. Um, Anywhere. Yes, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Anyway. But anyways, I guess it's going to wrap it up for this week. So, uh, any last words, Hendrix? Remember, millennials, adulthood is like looking both ways before you cross the street and then getting hit with an airplane. <laughs> All right, guys, catch you next week. Peace. Bye.